3: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting.
2: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Lock
1: Talk
3: Radio. Glamour Fearless. Diva Talk Radio. Ho, 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 hello, divas! Are you ready? Because I'm ready to welcome you to Diva Talk Radio, the only radio variety game show dedicated to women touched by diabetes. I'm your host, Mr. Diva Medic, and I'm on a quest to glamorize good health and guide you through a whirlwind of information, inspiration, and celebration because tonight our show is dedicated to the newest member of the divabetic team introducing rowan william isler who was born today weighing seven pounds ten ounces and according to his very proud mother that's right our diva talk show regular jessica isler he's adorable so we're sending our best wishes to the entire isler family and wishing them happy holidays Now, stay tuned for a special tribute at the end of the show when I talk about one of my favorite Latin diva superstars. And you're also going to want to get the phrase of the month to enter our Divabetic Facebook fan page drawing. But right now, it's time to welcome Divabetic's Charlie's Angels of Outreach. Ooh la la. And ho, 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 three of the hottest diabetes educators from around the country are joining me tonight to tackle the hot topic of the day. Let's meet Judy Wilcox from Hollywood, Florida.
4: Hi, Max.
3: Patricia Addy-Gentle from Atlanta, Georgia. Hello, hello. And Constance Brown-Riggs from Massapequa, New York. Hi, Max. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the show. Patricia, yes, uh, we have worked together on several diabetic makeover programs across the country, and you're based out of Atlanta. But tell our listeners what you do in Atlanta as far as diabetes education.
5: Well, Max, I am really a grassroots person, and I love working in the community. So I do lots of support groups and lots of overviews for diabetes in any arena that I find. Wherever I'm invited to attend, I am there with the up-to-date information and trying to spread awareness so that we can actually change the consequences that we see with diabetes. I'm also employed full-time, but my love of the condition management of diabetes leads me more into the community on a grassroots level.
3: I love it, and we're so proud to partner with you in all of our national outreach programs. Thanks for joining the show, and you're going to help us tonight because my hot topic is really for the everyday man who's out in the world. You know, there's so many diabetes walks, there's so many diabetes events, and people don't understand the difference between the JDRF and the American Diabetes Association. So Patricia, you're going to help explain to me what the American Diabetes Association does. Well, the
5: American Diabetes Association actually funds research to prevent, to cure, and to manage diabetes. And it delivers services to hundreds of communities. And I love partnering with the American Diabetes Association for the multiple uh, roles that I play. You can always depend on the American Diabetes Association to provide information that is up-to-date and information that you can believe. It was actually founded in 1940, and its mission, as I stated, is to prevent and cure diabetes and to improve the lives of people affected by
3: diabetes. And as an edu- educator, you go around to your area and put on programming for people at risk, affected by, and living with diabetes, both men—I mean, both children and adults.
5: Both children and adults. Majority of my clientele are adults, but I do um, have a few children that I will encounter from time to time.
3: All right, great, Judy Wilcox. Please tell our listeners what the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, better known as the JDRF, does.
4: Well, I'm going to give you a little overview, but what JDRF does is they are working to find a cure for diabetes and its complications through the support of research. And what they do is they work with families. They do a lot of community outreach. Some of their initiatives are the Bag of Hope, which is a backpack for kids with type 1 diabetes that has a meter and a teddy bear to help through that transitional phase They have the Type 1 Families United Network. They also have an adult Type 1 network because when kids transition from being a kid to an adult, there's kind of like a little disconnect for their diabetes. They support school advocacy programs and KITS. They have a website for kids and they do lots of community outreach too and, and their events such as the walk to cure diabetes that happens in around the same time as diabetes awareness and coming up this March look for events that are tour to cure, cycling events, because what they want to do is to cure type one diabetes and remove the disease from the lives of loved ones and develop better ways to treat type 1 diabetes, allowing people to live better, healthier lives, and to prevent type 1 diabetes from occurring in those most susceptible. And if you want to find out more about JDRF, you could go to their website, which is www.jdrf.org. And they held a special place because where I work we have a huge pediatric population and a large uh, pediatric hospital, Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital, where we reach out to lots of families and children that have diabetes.
3: All right, thank you for sharing that. And Constance, I mean both of these organizations, the ADA and the JDRF, um, seem to be funding, uh, raising money to fund research. How? What's your take on that? And how could someone get involved in either one? Well, they both do uh, a great deal of work in terms of research to help the uh,
6: diabetes community. And for anyone that would like to get involved, certainly they can contact either of those organizations and volunteer. That's probably one of the best ways to um, really get involved and to be assured that your time is dedicated towards uh, that person with diabetes. As um, Judy just mentioned, for JDRF, you can go to their website. You can actually even purchase some of the apparel that they have, and that's another way of actually getting involved with the organization and helping. The the proceeds from that purchase will be used to um, further their research. And then for the American Diabetes Association, um, you can go to their website as well, which is www.diabetes.org. And they actually have a volunteer center that you can, um, again, volunteer your time, your services. You can also um, purchase gifts from their online store as well. As a matter of fact, um, Christmas is is coming up. They have holiday cards, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, they do have those cards available. And that's another way of getting involved with the organization. So, um, again, your body can be used. You can um, turn up, sign up, join one of the walks or you can make a purchase as well, and that will go to further research and help to support the organization.
3: You know, and I want to say I'm all for research, but when it comes to really doing community outreach, I partner with the American Diabetes Association because in the past with DivaBetic listeners, I will tell you that when people have called the JDRF right here in New York City and asked what kind of support there is, they have failed to mention DivaBetic, and I've had several women come. So if you're looking for outreach opportunities to be involved in your community, I strongly suggest you go to the American Diabetes Association. If you want to give money to help fund a cure or help with uh, transplants with pancreas, then you would be looking at the JDRF. I, I do understand the confusion that our listeners have had. That's why we brought this topic up tonight. I will blog more about my personal feelings about either one or either organization, and you could always reach out to me at MrDiabetic@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Now, if you like those hot topics, including my hot air, you're going to sure like our Phrase of the Month this month, because you're going to have an opportunity to win a free Tony Bennett Christmas CD, Compliments of Sony Music, coming up at the end of the show. But right now, it's time for Food Isle Face-Off. Let's get ready to... That's right. We're going to compare two similar food products in the aisle of your local grocery store and learn which one's the better option with the help of our foodie Judge Judy Wilcox, a registered dietitian and diabetes educator. Hello, Judy.
4: Well, hello there, Max, because it was a close call on this face-off.
3: Right. Tonight's face-off is between cauliflower and broccoli.
4: Both cruciferous vegetables, both are loaded with healthy options, um, But and did you know, Max, that this is the perfect vegetables for this season, because cruciferous vegetables have a four-petal flower that bears a resemblance to a crucifer, which couldn't be more perfect for Christmas, so both are good choices, but when it comes to the face-off, hands down, it's broccoli, because... Although both are loaded with antioxidants, low in calories, higher in fiber, low in carbs, broccoli has vitamin A, and cauliflower doesn't. So that was what I chose, and both of them contain something called glucosinates, which helps to detoxify your body, which accounts for the reason why they're so good, and and they have that reputation as being one of those vegetables that helps to fight cancer and other diseases in your body. So I would definitely make your Christmas green by eating lots of broccoli and choosing a rainbow of colored fruits and vegetables to create good health.
3: Well, you know, Judy, all month long I've been wearing my fruit suit to promote five servings of fruits and vegetables, and so many people have been coming up to me at the various expos and outreach events I've done and said, that's kind of hard to do, to get five servings a day. So how do you recommend that people go about that?
4: Well, you could add some things, like if you had a sandwich, you could add lettuce and tomato to a sandwich, you know, at all these holiday parties when everybody has chips and dips. You could cut up some red peppers or cucumbers and dip those into your dips, and that's another way to include vegetables. And sometimes it's that people always say it's harder to get vegetables because, I don't know, I can't always afford fresh vegetables, but frozen vegetables are great. They last. You can take out what you want out of the package and i would choose frozen or fresh and maybe not so much canned because canned usually have a lot of salt added to them even the low sodium ones are higher in sodium than it would be if it was fresh or frozen so those are just a couple ways and i'm going to also blog about a few recipes to try to increase how you can use broccoli and cauliflower so i uh, look for that on the the uh, diabetic
3: uh, website. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing us a green Christmas rather than a white Christmas. If you like broccoli over cauliflower, straight ahead. It's time for dining out with a dietitian.
1: <laughs> Welcome
3: back, Miss Constance Brownrigg. Thank you. We got your music a little lower tonight because we were so excited to have a best-selling author in our midst. You have written the book Living Well with Diabetes. You've been a guest. On my spotlight program, and tonight you're going to be helping us with our virtual dining out at Uno Chicago Grill. Sounds like fun. Now, just tell everyone about Living Well with Diabetes, though, before we start dining. Before we order off the menu, Constance. Well,
6: Living Well with Diabetes is uh, my pride and joy. It's actually a comprehensive guide. Um, that includes everything an individual would need uh, to live well with diabetes. I talk about um, the various medical treatments. I have a meal plan. I talk about carbohydrate counting. And um, one of the unique features about the book is at the end of each chapter, I actually have For Your Spirit, which allows someone to kind of pause and really look deep down inside and, and get motivated to go on and live well with diabetes.
3: I love it. And it's a great book, and you can get it at Amazon.com. And now, Constance, we're at Uno Chicago Grill because, you know what, When I, it's cold out. We're both in New York right now. It's very cold, and I am definitely love to have carbs when it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the Uno Chicago Grill menu, and I want pizza. Okay. And you can have pizza. There's no reason
6: that you shouldn't have pizza. What is your choice?
3: Well, I can't decide if I should, I mean, I really can't decide if I should get the thin crust or the deep dish. I mean, normally I would get deep dish, but because I'm eating that with a dietician tonight, I feel like perhaps I could be sa- saving some calories by going th- with thinner crust. Is that true? Absolutely. You
6: will save uh, approximately two to 300 calories by going with thin crust as opposed to the deep dish. And not only are you saving on calories, you're also going to be saving on your carbohydrate as well. So thin crust is absolutely a better choice. Um, from the is that carbohydrate- a good
3: excuse to have another slice?
6: No, because if you have another <laughs> slice, well, then you might as well have the deep dish.
3: <laughs> so, well, you, now, you, I you... usually love to get sausage and pepperoni on my pizza as well. So what would you recommend I do there?
6: Well, the best thing would be to not have sausage or pepperoni. That would be the best. And try right, maybe.
3: you're picking a up ch- the check. I'm sorry. A,
6: a, a chicken topping instead. But if you just really had to have uh, sausage, then I would say sausage or pepperoni. And you're still going to be saving some calories, you're going to be saving some fat. They also, uh, at Uno's, make a low carb option as well. For the uh, farmers market pizza. And with that um, and thin crust, let's see, that's only about 310 calories, so that's another way to save you 're still enjoying the good flavor of pizza, but you 're not getting all the calories and you 're not getting all the carbohydrate to spike your blood sugar
3: and this and uno Chicago grill really goes um, does a really nice job on their menu to tell you about the carbohydrates, the saturated fats, the proteins, the sodium the cholesterol did you Did you see that too? I thought that was interesting
6: oh yeah they they give you all the information that you need to make a healthy choice, and they have plenty of healthy options they actually have. Their thin crust is loaded with fiber, and and so that's excellent. Um, they also have the, all the toppings, all the vegetable toppings that are also going to add fiber, and they're very low in fat. And that's another great way to uh, save when you're
3: going out for pizza. Well, that's great advice. Thank you for joining the show. Now I'm ready to pass the boa. Hello, diva.
1: Oh, hello, diva. It's time to pass the boa
3: and show us your new attitude. Let's meet tonight's diabetes numerology game contestant and real life diva living with diabetes, Selena from the Bronx. How you doing? I'm so glad to have you on the show, Selena. How are you tonight?
7: I'm doing much better,
3: thank you. Now, I see you on a regular basis because you're also part of our DivaBetic Club, New York. But tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your diagnosis to Diva story.
7: Okay. Well, I'm a type 2 diabetic. Um, in August 2001, that's when I was uh, diagnosed. At that time, I really didn't take it serious. I didn't know much about it. And, of course, I was in denial. I couldn't believe it happened to me. Up until... Let's say, what, 2002, I believe, when um, I found out that I was having my granddaughter, and that changed my whole world. So then from there on in, I started looking for information and going to clinics and buying books, and that's how I started.
3: And, you know, I am so impressed by you. I want to tell everyone, you are always seeking out information. You come to every diabetic outreach opportunity we have. You always take the literature. You always ask some of the other vendors and outreach workers for their literature. You seem to go home, study it. You come back with questions. And I know you've had some ups and downs. So what keeps you motivated? Because you have had times in this 10 years almost now where you've had a little setbacks and and, and good things and then setbacks and successes.
4: Well, you know, like I
7: you know mentioned before, part of it is my family. My family means a lot to me, and I have a great husband who's very supportive of me, and you know, I try to take things uh you know one day at a time, but
1: um
7: you know that's what uh keeps me going, and I get you know all the information
3: and i I try to stay as healthy as possible. Well, you keep us going. So, are you ready for tonight's diabetes numerology game puzzle? Yes, I am. All right. All right, let's go. Are you, ready? are you
1: ready?
3: Those are singers who are taking another coffee break. They're actually having eggnog because it's Christmas. So, I'm going to read you how diabetes numerology works, Selena. I'm going to read a ra- random blood glucose value along with a related situation. Then, I'll ask you to tell us how you would deal with the situation. And then, next, I'll ask the Angels to discuss your solution and share tips with our listeners. Remember, if you're playing along with us tonight, please keep in mind that one solution doesn't work for everyone. Check with your doctor to find out what your specific game plan should be and visit divabetic.org for free Diabetes Numerology Game Load downloads. Tonight, Diabetes Numerology Game, Selena, might make you want to roast some chestnuts on an open fire, because it's loosely based on the film White Christmas starring Bing Crosby, Rosemary Clooney, Danny Kaye, and Vera Ellen. Here we go. Your random blood sugar value is 212. Your situation is you're about to perform a holiday classic with a famous song and dance act on national television to save a failing Vermont Inn. What would you do?
7: Well, since I'm going to perform and there's going to be some dancing, that is going to be my part to bring down the blood sugar. So the dancing, I'll make sure that I will constantly do that and go around and dance with as many actors and
5: people that are there. That's how I will bring it down.
3: All right. Let's hear what the angels have to say. Patricia Addy Gentle, you're first.
5: Well, that's an excellent idea. and. As well, um, one of the other things that you can do is make sure that you are hydrated, especially if you're going to be doing strenuous-type activity like dancing and performing. So you want to make sure that you hydrate yourself with water. Water will dilute your system and help bring the blood sugar down as well.
3: Great. Constance, okay. what do you have to offer?
6: Well, certainly we always want to learn from our mistakes, So while the dancing will help to bring the blood sugar level down, you want to reflect and try to find out what caused that blood sugar level to go up in the first place. Was it that you were overeating, that you were taking in too much carbohydrate at the previous meal? Did you forget to take your medication? So we certainly always want to look back and get a sense of what took place so that we don't repeat that in the
3: future. And, Judy, what would you like to add?
4: Well, I know you knew what your sugar was, but I think it's really important to reinforce how important it is to check and recheck your sugars. And when you're done dancing, make sure you check them, because the last place you want to be on Christmas Eve is in the emergency room with an elevated blood sugar. And I also want to mention some of the symptoms like of a high blood sugar, like blurry vision, feeling tired, thirsty. Um, if your blood sugar was greater than 240, you might think about before you start dancing, checking to see if you got ketones because your body might go into a cycle where it starts burning fats and um, we want to make sure that you don't have something called diabetic ketoacidosis. Good advice.
3: So, we have to keep moving on though, but Judy, that's great advice and we'll blog more on our Diabetic blog. But perfect. Selena, you did a great job and we want to thank you for playing Diabetes Numerology tonight <laughs> and for helping us raise we're going to give you a free subscription to Diabetes Health Magazine, plus many more gifts in another DivaBec toe bag, because I know you got one. And now, Hi. I'm going to tell you, <phone rings> Interrupted. Let's see who's on the line. Hello, you're on Diva Talk Radio. Hi, Max. Is this Valerie Rice? It is. The owner of Piper Tate Skin Care yes all right well val thank you for calling in because you know i adore selena who's our our contestant tonight so much so that i wanted to share with her my number one favorite thing for 2011 which is piper tate skincare. your Yay, fabulous body you. lotions and soaps
2: fantastic so- thank you <laughs>
3: Now I'll tell everyone I love the I love her products so much I use them every day and I can't tell the listeners enough how much that soap lathers. So tell everyone how do you get such a great lather because it is incri- it, during the winter months it really helps me stay moisturized. Well, okay,
2: I know that you love our so it's our goat's milk and honey lavender soap and I think I know why you love it. We chose organic goat's milk because of its high fat content, which means a richer, fluffier lather as well as softer skin. So we only use essential oils also in our soap. So most soaps on the market use synthetic fragrance, and those are synthesized in a laboratory. And essential oils are pure plant extracts that come directly from the natural plant. They also are passing on their benefits, So you love our lavender soap, and uses for lavender oil is dermatitis, eczema, insect bites, headaches, insomnia, and psoriasis. So I think many scented deodorant and antibacterial soaps can be really harsh, and so my advice is start reading soap labels, avoid harsh chemicals, and look for ingredients such as coconut oil, shea butter, cow or goat's milk, and extra virgin olive oil. And all of these will give you softer skin and fabulous soap lather.
3: And don't you think Piper Tate skincare will make Selena feel like a diva?
2: Oh, my gosh. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> so Luxury Selena, we're is giving definitely you some Piper Tate skincare. organic, we, yes.
2: Oh, wow, thank you.
3: Yeah, you want to feel like you're having a spa day at your own house. <laughs> definitely. That was my prize for you tonight for being on Diabetes and Numerology, and to find out more about how you could get Piper Tate skincare, they could go to your website. Which what is it, Val? Our website is www.pipertate.com. And let me tell you, they do amazing gift wrapping too. She does the most extraordinary gift wrapping for special occasions and corporate events. I love, love, love Piper Tape. And I also love, love, love my next guest because it's time for Mother Your Diabetes with Mama Rose Marie. Hello, Mama Rose.
0: Hi, Max. How are you today?
3: I'm good. I was thinking about you last night because I was watching White Christmas and Rosemary Clooney was on, and I know people always get Rosemary confused with Rosemary, so it made me think of my mother.
0: Well, that was nice. I thought it was the snow that made you think of your mother.
3: Well, that's true. You're from Rochester, New York. So Mm -hmm. um, tell our listeners what what advice you have for them through the holiday season.
0: Yeah, well, my tip this month is about avoiding medication errors Many healthcare providers use electronic medical records now, so prescriptions are printed rather than handwritten, which makes errors due to illegible handwriting less common. That being said, some prescriptions or medication changes may still be handwritten. The best way to avoid getting the wrong drug or taking an incorrect dose of the right drug is to make sure that your prescription is written legibly. If your doctor, nurse practitioner, or CDE has made an adjustment in your insulin regimen, be sure that they have written this change clearly for you or that you have written it down yourself and fully understand exactly how much they intend for you to take. If you are ever unsure of what you should be taking, just call your health care provider or pharmacy for clarification. They are there to help you.
3: Well, that is you fantastic. That's fantastic advice for the holiday season. Thank you for sharing that.
0: Yes, I hope everybody stays has a happy and healthy
3: holiday season. All right, and now it's time for our diva inspiration for December. It's Shakira. She emerged from the music scene with a rock and roll, Latin, Arabic influence from Colombia, South. I wanted to say South Carolina because I'm going there for Christmas, everyone, but South America. While few musicians have the ability to cross barriers of language, Shakira has managed to crash through those borders with a resounding success. She even put an original twist on belly dancing. How can you not love that? She is one of my favorite divas because she inspires everyone to sidestep your fears and escape the same old, same old in order to pursue new dreams with flair. And so I'd love to salute Shakira for December. Now it's time for our phrase of the month. Visit DivaBeg's Facebook fan page, like us, and mention this phrase, Baby, it's cold outside. And at the end of this month, I'm going to select some Facebook fan facebook fans i'm going to do it sooner than the end of the month because i'm giving away tony bennett's christmas classic cd from sony music so please enter baby it's cold outside on my facebook fan page for divabetic like us and i'll make sure you get a copy now remember every diva has an entourage and i'm so glad to be part of yours let's get happy and stay healthy together be well in 2012 thank you for listening